Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you are new here, a very special welcome. I am so excited to have you here. This episode, I have something to say, you guys. I, yeah, I don't know how I didn't do this episode sooner or why it didn't like come to me sooner, but oof, I am hyped right now. So first of all, I have had the best fucking day ever. Like I was telling my boyfriend that I think today was one of the best days of my life in the most like mundane, simple way ever. Like I think as a coach and having your own business, there's so many ups and downs and it's mostly ups, but sometimes I'll get into a rut and I'll just be like, what am I doing? What am I doing this for? This is hard. Um, I mean, okay. I'll, I always know what I'm doing it for. I know my purpose and, and I know I'm here, but I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes I just feel discouraged or I feel down like a human, <laughs> just feel discouraged. And then there's days like today where pretty much every single one of my clients has a breakthrough. People going through my course are having breakthroughs. I am like voice memoing people back and forth all day and it's almost like just... Uh, I don't know. It was magical. I had a magical day in the most mundane mundane way possible of like, it was just a normal day. I did client calls all day, but I felt so inspired and so like high vibe. Like I felt like I was in, in my highest self. And when I get into one of those modes, I always try and record. I try and create as much content as possible. I try and record podcasts if possible. I try to just do things when I'm in this energy that, um, you know, maybe a couple days later, I'm like, oh, I need to record a podcast episode and I'm just not feeling it. So I always, always, always try to create content or like let inspiration almost like flow through me like when I have it if that makes sense so I have been on a high all fucking day just feeling so good and I was like oh my god I have to record a podcast like I have to record a podcast in this energy I know that like something just needs to be channeled through me and I'm like I don't know what it is though I don't know what it is I honestly there was like so much that I could talk about so many different downloads and like inspirations. I don't know if you guys get this way, any like creatives or anyone listening that just has these days where it's like, holy shit, I almost cannot like contain myself or like create enough. (sighs) Yeah. So I was like, there's so much, there's so much that I could say. There's so much that I want to talk about. I have so many ideas for podcast episodes for this new year coming up. Anywho, I was cleaning and I was like, you know what? God talks to me through silence. I was listening to a podcast while I was like cleaning the house and I was like, I'm going to turn this shit off and um, I'm going to go clean my roommate's bathroom. I'm like, can I clean your bathroom? He's like, uh, sure. So I'm like cleaning his bathroom just in silence and all of a sudden I hear it 
I <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. I hear I hear my idea for my podcast episode come to me. It's not like the universe or a spirit telling it to me. It is yelling. It is like a faint yell slash scream from upstairs and instantly it hit me. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I, I know that I've like kind of talked about my experience a little bit like trickling here and there in different episodes, but I need to talk about life with a gamer boyfriend or girlfriend. Life life with a gamer boyfriend and it's so funny because I actually was talking to um, one of my clients about this like last week and it's it's the war zone it's the war zone uh, playing with the boys not getting off the war zone trying to talk to them with their turtle beaches on like if you can relate you can relate um, also I think this podcast <clears throat> I think this podcast will also resonate with people that even just experience a codependent relationship. So if you experience a codependent relationship, keep listening, or if they just have any other hobby that takes them away from you, um, then this, I think that this episode will still um, be really beneficial and resonate with you, um, but (laughs) might not hit as hard as the girls that have the gamer boyfriend. And uh, we were we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago because this is something that I have been dealing with for a while now. It wasn't always like this. Um, my my man's he didn't used to play. Uh, I still remember the day when he whipped out the Xbox and I was like, "You play video games?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I used to." And I was like, "Oh, interesting." Not thinking much of it, and and then I went on. Um, first world problems. Some people that listen to this might think it sounds so silly, but I went on to deal with um, uh, trying to create a healthy relationship around gaming. Okay, where do I even start with this, you guys? I don't even know where to start. So I want to talk about this for one reason, a lot of reasons. I don't know why I said that, but the first thing I want to um, want to mention and why I feel so inspired to create a podcast episode on this and speak about this is because I would not be in your ears right now speaking to you if video games had not come into my life. I would not be creating a podcast. I would not have a business. I would not in any way, shape, or form, be the person that I am right now if video games uh, did not come into the picture. And honestly, that's kind of a strange thought because now I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, would I still have um, come into this purpose and started doing everything that I'm doing now if, if he never started playing games? I honestly don't know. And those are the kinds of things where I think the universe kind of puts things into place to um, guide you towards your purpose or, um, you know, you know what you want to do. Like in a way I could have manifested this so that I actually had the time to uh, focus on me. So the reason that, that I am only here speaking to you on this podcast because of games is because once Henry started playing games, <laughs> 
And I, I think we're going to dive way more into this and answer a lot of questions and talk more about our relationship um, in a podcast episode that we're going to do together. I know that I've been literally saying that since like the first month that I released my podcast. It's been something I've just wanted to do really badly because I came from a toxic relationship and then to the relationship I'm in now. And yeah, I, I want to just be more transparent and vulnerable and honest with you guys and like share that part of my life. I honestly, I just am feeling inspired to share a lot more of the parts of my life. It's kind of difficult for me in some ways, not because I don't want to let anyone in, but like, I just don't think about sharing some things, but I feel inspired to, I want to. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you saw all my stories, just kind of, you know, talking about what you want to see for me in 2021. Anyway, getting off topic. Um, what was I talking about? So Mm. oh yeah okay once Henry started playing games at first it was this tug of war it was this tug of war where he would play games and I would just sit there and wait and I would just almost beg him to spend time with me I was upset I was frustrated I was bored I felt sad that he now had this new thing that he was doing over me because before then, when I first moved out to California, it was just cuddles and ordering food and eating in bed and binge watching shows. Like that was it. That was our weekends. We'd call them our lazy weekends. We're going to have a lazy weekend. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, he started playing games a little bit more and a little bit more. And then kind of quarantine happened and he dove in (laughs) he dove in I don't know if that's when warzone first um no I think it was it was apex first so that game comes out you know all the boys start connecting and, and playing and getting on their xbox live and um all of a sudden it was like okay I just went from like 100% attention on me always, like 100% attention on me always to like 20% attention on me and 80% on games. That was hard. That was hard, especially for someone that came out of a very toxic codependent relationship. I've healed a lot of it now. I've healed a lot of it, but I mean, I got out of that relationship and I thought that I had healed it. And then I got into this new relationship and things still surface. Things still still surface. Even if you do that inner work, it can still come up within a relationship and you have to heal it within a relationship, which again, we'll dive more into that because I want to talk about that more on like a, a re- vulnerable relationship episode. But um, it, it was difficult for me because I wanted this love and attention and validation and I was almost completely ignored like I would walk into the room or try and talk to him and he can't hear me with those fucking turtle beaches on um I actually got him those for Christmas and now I'm like fuck why did I get him these like noise counseling headphones um and yeah Again, it just frustrating and I didn't know what to do with myself. I really didn't know what to do with myself. It caused problems in our relationship at first because I was even more needy now. I was getting upset every time he wanted to play games. Like every single time he wanted to play games, I wanted to throw a fit. 
Uh, I felt like he didn't care about me anymore, like he didn't love me anymore. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't know what to do. So for a while, it was a negative stress on our relationship, like for a really long while. But then after some time, it shifted for me. It shifted for me. And this is the shift that I want to share with you guys. After a while, after doing nothing, he's playing his games and I'm sitting there doing nothing, scrolling on my phone. I decided I'm like, okay, fuck this. Like, honestly, fuck this. <laughs> um, I want to do something for myself. If he's going to play games, bet. Like, I'm going to do something for myself. And it was that moment that I truly started to find myself, I think. I mean, I had been on a journey up until then. I had found myself to a certain extent, but I really found what I wanted to do. Like, I had the space. I had the time. I had the boredom to really, really, like, find what I like to do. And this can relate to you even if you just got uh, out of a relationship and you just had a breakup. Like, okay, you know, you were just spending all of your time with that person and now you you aren't. You're, you're just by yourself in your room. Okay, let's shift the perspective, girls. Let's shift the perspective from, oh my God, you know, I don't have cuddles anymore. I don't have this. I don't, you know, have anyone to text. I don't have anyone to do things with. Blah, 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 blah. Sulk in it for a while. Sulk in it for a while. That is allowed. But then let's make a perspective shift. What if this breakup or them playing games is the absolute best thing that ever happened to you because now you have the time and the space to really find who you are and focus on you and focus on you. And it's... I had to be forced. I had to be forced. Honestly, I, I'm thinking about that question more and more. Like, would I have came into my purpose? I don't think I would have with him because all I wanted to do was just cuddle and watch movies. But I was literally forced <laughs> to do something, um, you know, other than, than wait for him. I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take just, like, sitting there waiting for him. And I, I made that shift of, okay, I want to do something for myself there is a couple moments I don't know if I've ever shared this before but I wanted to create a jewelry business first I knew I wanted to start a business that was just I knew it and so I wanted to create these chokers that I was making for like festival outfits they're actually pretty cute really good idea um but I fucking hated it but I was I was going to a place to get supplies for these chokers and one day I literally drove halfway there and turned around and went back home because I couldn't stand like not being by Henry like I literally drove halfway there and decided like I don't want to do something alone I was terrified you see me as a confidence coach now I was terrified to just go do something on my own I wanted to be with him and so I I went halfway turned around went home yeah <laughs> those are the kinds of stories I feel like you know, a lot of people don't um, tell as much and maybe I don't tell them as much, but I was terrified. And so I uh, finally started making myself do it. He would be on his games and I would work on the story. I was creating this brand. Obviously that fell through and I found my true purpose and was led to what I'm doing now. Um, but if he would 
if you wouldn't have started playing games, I wouldn't have dove into that. So what I'm trying to say is if you have been feeling hurt or upset or annoyed or frustrated at your boyfriend playing games, let's shift the perspective. What if it is at the absolute best thing that's ever happened to you? Because now you are almost being forced. It is time for you to come home to yourself, like truly come home to yourself to actually be productive, do something while he's playing his games. Um, and, and this is, it's like almost for your greatest good. At first I, I looked at it as like the worst thing that's ever happened to me because like now I'm losing my partner, but what if it's the best thing that has ever happened to you? Now, a couple other things that I want to bring up. So first of all, if this is something that you are struggling with, and kind of dealing with right now this is your this is your teammate like this is your partner you need to create boundaries and talk about what you need um okay actually no I want to talk about this first so rewind that I want to talk about the fact okay a couple things wow there's so much here there's so much if this is something that you struggle with like um I could just talk about this for so long because it's something I really, really struggled with. Um, So first of all, you're not going to change him. You're not going to change him. This goes for fucking anything, not just games. If you're trying to change anything about your partner, um, stop relying on that. You can't rely on someone to change. You cannot date someone's potential. So if, if you keep saying to yourself like, oh, I am in a relationship with this person because I know that he's going to become more like this. No, you have to let go of that because you will be let down over and over and over again. And they probably will never change. A lot of times they will, like some things, right? Little habits like, okay, you know, I really want him to do this activity with me or do a date night once a week or I don't know. I just do do something to like better himself. Um, then of course you could like bring that up and try and work on it together, but you cannot, um, count on that to happen. You have to completely let go of the outcome and you can't keep telling yourself like, I will only be with this person if they make this change. You cannot count on that. You have to date the person for who they are in their journey. Um, this was a hard one for me too. You're in love with this person for them and their journey. If you try to change anything about them, then you're just you're just making yourself suffer. So first thing, you can't change him. You can create new boundaries, which I'll get into uh, in a second, create healthier boundaries and stuff like that. But you can't say to yourself like, oh, I'm just going to stick, stick this out because I think one day he's not going to play as many games. You have to love your person for who they are right now. Again, I'm saying him because that's my personal experience, but you can put in she, her, they, them, uh, whatever, whatever is um, correct in your perspective, but obviously I'm just going to say him. Um, so you can't change him. Second of all, let's just look, look at the situation here. Video games, as much as they say that they are passionate about it, it's a way for them to connect with the boys, like, I do agree with that, like, they love it, 
I do actually love it for the fact that he gets to connect with his friends that maybe he doesn't talk to as much. It's it's a way for them to be social. I kind of wish us girls had something like that, like a game where we all get on like Xbox Live and just like talk and I don't know. It's honestly dope. It's really cool. But as much as they say all those things, sorry boys if you're listening or gamers, it's an escape. It's an escape. It's entertainment but it's also an escape and it is um, a lot of times a mind-numbing activity and who who here has seen the video game playing usage go up because of quarantine, right? Yes, it's because they have less to do also, like we're stuck inside, but also we forget that there is this wounded masculine of like these men that are taught to be tough, be tough, be tough, be tough. If a little girl gets hurt, you let her cry, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And then if a little boy gets hurt, suck it up, stop crying. You're tough, be tough, shake it off. There is this, um, it's, it's honestly sad that we put this pressure on men to like be the rock and be tough. Of course they are, they are our protectors and it's true, um, in a certain extent I think for men to play that role in just society, but it's too far when we just expect them to show no emotions and nothing is ever wrong and they're the strong one. And I think that a lot of men are struggling. Uh, not not saying like your man or my man or like whatever. I'm just kind of saying in general. Uh, and yeah, this this may correlate to their gaming or it may not at all. Generally speaking, I think that there are a lot of men that are suffering and they don't want to speak about it because that would mean they're weak and that would mean that, you know, they're, they're not tough. They're not your protector. They're not like the alpha, which they're taught to be. That is a lot of times what they're worth is, um, kind of, uh, based off of. So there is a lot of men suffering and they don't know how to get help they're not listening to breaking butterfly they're not like trying to do the work and journaling and meditating they're being the tough man and I think that they need a place to let go and a place to kind of you know get away from their problems a lot of us right it might be like scrolling through tiktok or um you know dressing up in rave outfits or you know talking to a friend on the phone or whatever it is that you kind of do to get your mind off things. Guys, this is their thing to get their mind off things and to just get the fuck away from their thoughts and whatever they are going through. I think that we need to give them a little bit um, of of just compassion and um, grace with it, right? And almost give them that time to to be doing their thing, doing what they want to do. Uh, And then back to the beginning of the episode, now you find what you want to do. But I just know that I was so resistant for so long because, you know, more time on the games meant less time with me. But I'm, I had to learn to honor that part of my person because yeah, maybe he just needs to get away. He just wants to just be with his buddies and just be in that world and just just get away from this crazy world right now because I escape all the time, 
right? I, I take my bath, I read my books, I scroll on TikTok and reels and or just do whatever the fuck else I do. Um, I try to, to numb myself less and less and be more present and be more um, whatever. But I think they just need to fucking get away, honestly. And uh, hopefully that's a perspective that helps a little bit. Um, and the third thing, so you can't change him. That's their escape. Let's give him some compassion. And the third thing is, girl, he doesn't want to be with you when you're being needy. He doesn't want to be with you when you are being needy like that. It makes him want to be on his games even more. That is just the fucking truth. When you are sitting there saying like, babe, are, is this the last game? Is this the last game? Like, when are we going to hang out? I'm still guilty of it. I still do it every every once in a while. But usually we make plans now. But, um, you know, just just almost waiting hands and, uh, hands and knees, just like waiting for him and almost just getting upset when he's going to play games. He doesn't want to hang out with you. He doesn't want you. He's not magnetized to you in those moments because you're coming from lack you're coming from desperation and yes it can be cute for a moment like oh you want to hang out with him so bad but it's not cute it's not cute you know what is cute while he's playing his games you're like oh have so much fun babe fucking kill it go kill all those guys get your kd up i'm gonna go clean the kitchen I'm going to go just look cute and dress up. I'm going to go do a workout. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to take a walk outside. I'm going to, you know, take this course, read this blog, listen to this podcast, work on yourself and your femininity and becoming that like attractive partner. The, The thing that creates the attraction is the masculine energy and the feminine energy. So get into your feminine energy. Go go dance. Go just organize your room, play dress up, like whatever it is, take selfies. Just be in your feminine essence. I promise you, he will want to stop playing games and hang out with you. Once you start doing your thing and he sees you doing your thing and he feels that energy of you doing your thing, he's going to come running. He's going to come running. Like, I mean, he's, he's still going to play the games a lot, but it'll be a different energy exchange um, because you're not coming from that lack and neediness. So guys, he doesn't want you when you're needy. He doesn't. And that's been a hard one for me to, um, like actually implement for myself because I'm like no the more I bother him the more he's going to want to hang out with me and it's just not true once you start doing your own thing and he's seeing you like grow and work on yourself and just just be in your feminine essence that that is going to be when he wants to spend more time with you um so that's their escape, guys. You can't change him and he doesn't want to be with you when you're being needy. So find your own thing. Go on your journey for yourself. Um, 
but I also want to talk about boundaries a little bit and just kind of how I feel like I have navigated things and why I think it's so important and I hate using the word boundaries or rules um I almost want to call it just like guidelines or like agreements um I think one of my really good friends Amber you guys know her from the podcast she was saying that they call it like agreements or something like that just little agreements that they have in their relationship um I want to have her back on the podcast and talk more about relationships and like divine union and stuff like that but I think she calls it just like agreements that we have it is so so important and so powerful to do this um as as partners because if not you're almost just like in the abyss and you're assuming and you both don't know what you need, what you want, like what the other person wants and needs and like how to compromise together to get it. So he's thinking one thing, you're thinking another thing. And then when you don't get it, you get upset. When he doesn't get it, he gets upset and then it's a mess, right? It's this mess. So I think that when it comes to the games... Yes, I was just talking about let them play their games, let them do their thing. You just fucking do your own thing instead. But on the other hand, again, this is your teammate. This is your partner. If you need something from them, ask for it. Ask for it. This is where confidence comes in. Fucking ask for it. If you need him to spend more time with you, ask for it. Uh, one thing that I asked for was when I walk into the room, like when I used to, uh, have a job and I would go to work and then I would come home when I get home and I walk in that room, I'm like, babe, you better take your headphones off and say hello to me and give me a kiss. Because there was a couple times where like, I just walked in and he just like almost completely ignored that I was home. And, oh, I was, I was pretty like furious. I was pretty upset. So I said, you know, that was one of our agreements or one of my things that I asked. Like, I knew that I deserved that. So I asked for it. And he was like, yes, fair, done. But if I would have just gone into that, not asking and just assuming, just like saying in my head, like, oh, he needs to do this. Of course he should do this. But I don't tell him or I I don't set that like that uh, specific measurable guideline then it just, it, he can't ever meet my expectations. If I don't even have a line for my expectations or if I don't ask for them, he can never meet them. Then it's just, and then it's just a mess. It's like a cloudy, like mess. Now, if he wants you to just allow him two hours, three hours with the boys a day, then then having that set measurable guideline will say, okay, for three hours then, I will allow you. And then after that, I'm going to come say like, hey, do you want to hang out? Um, so for me and Henry, like we now plan movies. I ask him his plan at the beginning of the day or middle of the day. I'm like, what is your plan for tonight? Or, do you have plans with the boys? Uh, do you think that you're going to be playing games? So then I can plan my stuff. And if he says, no, I don't think the boys are playing tonight, then I'll say, okay, let's watch a movie at 7 p.m. Like we almost like plan date nights just in our home. Uh, The most like casual date night ever, but just like a time where we can come together and just spend time together. Because if you say, 
oh, let's hang out tonight. And he says, yeah, 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 okay, sure. Then in your head, you could be assuming five o'clock and he could be assuming nine o'clock, five o'clock rolls around and you're huffing and puffing, getting upset that he doesn't want to hang out with you, but he thought you meant nine. You know, see where I'm, where I'm getting at here with specific measurable agreements so that you both get what you need and you get what you want while, while still having your own things and being able to do your own things. So if you feel like you need three nights with him a week where it's just solely on you, like attention fully on you, three nights or one night or four nights or all the nights, <laughs> no, you have to compromise, but like, let's just say three nights, then, then bring that up with them. Say, hey, I really feel like I need more affection with, with you. I need more time with you. I want to spend more valuable, just, just, um, bonding time like just time together can we plan things like Monday Wednesday Friday for us to do things together and then the rest of the nights you have it with the boys and then if he agrees to that boom how many problems and like just fights and uh like suffering does that does that reduce or release a, a lot like a fuck ton that might dissipate all of your problems just right there doing that one thing because then you're not just in your head hoping that he's going to spend three nights with you and he's not over there just thinking that you don't you don't need him and then then you both get what you need out of the relationship he needs time with the boys you need time with him and there you go there you go um and (laughs) Like I, I just, that was hard for me to even come to that conclusion, even come to that conclusion. So I hope this helps you guys a little bit. If this is something that you are going through, struggling with, uh, dealing with, because I know at first how badly it affected me and, um, just by some of the other people that I have talked to that have gamer boyfriends, they feel the same. So I'm really hoping some of you deeply resonate with this and this helps just change your perspective on it and and clear things up and maybe gives you some ideas on how to shift things so that you are getting what you need out of the relationship and it feels really good to you and you're letting him have his time but you you're getting what you need um so i i hope this is helpful Uh, but i want to just circle back really quick to the first part of the episode um, guys, it's like almost emotional for me in a way to think about like it, it's so crazy that if he wouldn't have started doing his own thing, I don't think I would have ever started what I'm doing now, which is the most important thing to me, like in my life and the biggest, biggest blessing ever, like I I would have not be who I am today and be as happy as I am today and just be doing what I am today if it wasn't for taking the opportunity to find myself, taking the opportunity to find myself, looking at this time apart as a real opportunity. And guys, it's uncomfortable at first. I drove halfway to the store and I drove the fuck home. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. It might not be that fun. 
but that is where you build the confidence. That is where you become a boss ass bitch. That is where you become the better girlfriend, the better wife, the better partner. That is, that is where you grow is in that uncomfort. So, you know, whether you just went through a breakup or you are just experiencing less time with your partner and having more time for yourself, get uncomfortable, get uncomfortable, go somewhere you would never go by yourself. Try something you would never try. Read about something you would never read about. Just Google something, watch YouTube videos, go to the store and just buy the first book that that stands out to you. You know, put your headphones on, dance around your room, like go on, just go on a walk. Go see if you can find any like local places around your neighborhood to get a lemonade. I don't fucking know. And if if it feels uncomfortable, then that's good. Do it and then do it a couple more times and soon you will get over this almost like hump. You will get over this hump of like uh, being really, really terrified to feel uncomfortable to being comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. Once you get to that place, there are so many places that your life can go. There are so many, there are unlimited possibilities of how your life could go. Just get through that hump, get through the hump of uh, you know, needing to be with someone else or to stick to a certain identity, try to let go of it and try to feel uncomfortable and put yourself out there and find yourself. I promise. Uh, I mean, I, I was happy. I was happy before I started this whole business, like really fucking happy. Life was good. But the shift that my life has made just from taking that deeper dive is, uh, unexplainable it's unexplainable and I want that for all of you so um wow (laughs) this episode came to be a lot longer than I thought it was gonna be I love talking (laughs) and uh I usually you know come on here with like a little topic like a little filler topic um that I usually just release throughout the week Uh, not like my Monday episode. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a quick 10 minute episode. I'm just going to hop on, talk about this really quick, just post it just for fun. And it ends up being like a full ass episode, but I don't think I'm going to wait till Monday. I think I'm literally going to post it right this very second. Um, I'm just feeling so inspired. And yeah, I hope you guys love this. I hope you guys can relate to me and resonate with me. And if you do resonate or you got something good out of this, I would love to hear about it. Shoot me a message, share it on your story, share your biggest takeaway. I would just love to hear any insights um, about this. And of course, share it with someone that you think might benefit. If you have a best friend complaining about their gamer boyfriend or a cousin or a coworker, uh, please feel free and uh, I encourage you to share this because I'm sure that it could help them as well and I just want to help as many people as possible. So also I am just feeling so excited because I have fully decided like I've always put my energy into this podcast always you know when I record an episode I show up every week usually but this next year, I am feeling so fucking called to take my podcast to the next level, take my podcast like fully to the next level, put all of my energy, all of my intention, my passion, everything into it because like this is just where I feel 
the most inspired, like just in love and service and passion. And um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to just keep serving you guys through this medium. I love podcasts. I'm so grateful for it and who it's connected me to. Um, and yeah, next year, well, starting now, you're going to be seeing a lot more guests, uh, two episodes a week, um, just a lot, a lot more transparency, authenticity, vulnerability. Like I just want to be here and just, um, I, I just love, I just love podcasting. So thank you for everyone who has really, really stuck with me from the beginning and, and, you know, been here listening to me every single week and it's just going to get better and we're growing this fucking community and it's going to be good. So that being said, um, I want to start up my Q and A again. Also, this is just kind of an input or like intake form type of thing. If you go into the show notes, you will see like a, a, a link that says like, ask anything to be answered on the podcast, or maybe it says Q&A form. I can't remember, but I just want to uh, reiterate and remind you guys that there you can anonymous, anonymously ask me anything, any questions. I kind of want to do, um, obviously inspired by caller daddy, caller daddy style uh, questions of the week, but I want to, you know, sometimes a whole episode will just be answering a question. Um, sometimes I might just do answer a couple of the questions at the end of the episode, maybe I'll just do episodes where I just answer the questions. I don't know, but I really want to bring that more into the podcast. So any questions that you have or topics that you want me to talk about or feedback, comments, questions, anything, it's all anonymous there. So um, your name will never be shared with me or my audience or anything. You can get juicy. You can get um, deep, dirty, whatever you want to ask uh, for me to answer kind of like an advice column. I would love to really, really, um, you know, uh, play with that more and experience that more this next year. So go into my show notes, ask me whatever you would like. Um, and yeah, I think that is it for this episode. I love you guys so, 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 so much. I can't wait to end this year and go into a fresh new year with you all and, and make some magic. Um, and I love you. I love you. I hope you have the most beautiful week ever and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.